from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, the 19th of September. Volume 101. It is, yeah. This is episode, uh, show number 101. We've been doing this way too long. It's actually, I think... Technically, about our two-year anniversary. Pretty close. Because we started doing this the end of uh, September 17, right? Really? Yeah. It's been a while. Got a lot you of know, shows. You so know, one of these days we're going to get good at it, Scott. One of them. I'm still waiting for it. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars studio. Uh, we're live on Facebook, also YouTube. Hopefully, I think we've been having some problems with our YouTube, but it looked like it was working tonight, the YouTube Live. Um also, uh, Periscope and Twitter. And then, uh, of course, you can listen to us on demand on uh, iHeartRadio. Anytime iTunes, you want. Google, whatever, yeah. Wake up 2 in the morning. Here we are. Yeah. Tonight on the show, lots uh, to talk about. Uh, we'll cover uh, this last weekend's uh, racing action as uh, well as talk to uh, DJ Foose coming up a little bit. He's he's had a pretty good year. No, he's had a really <laughs> good year. Yeah, the uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series uh, champion. In the four tens, also the Attica Raceway champion, and two points short of becoming the Fremont champion. That pesky kid got him. Buddy Kofoid uh, edged him out there. So, but he's coming off uh, two uh, feature wins, consecutive feature wins at Fremont. So we'll be talking to him uh, shortly. Going into the Jim and uh, Joanne Ford Classic this weekend at oh, uh, that's Fremont. a double header for those yes, guys, Friday, isn't it? Tomorrow Ooh. and uh, Saturday. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's going on. Uh, we also uh, have a, a Dirty 30 update yes. for you right now. Dirty 30, in case you don't know, if you haven't heard by now, then obviously you haven't been listening to the show. Um, we're going to be running the uh, dirt cars at uh, Sandusky Speedway on October 12th. On, a, the, on the pavement. It's on a Saturday. That's right. They're not putting dirt down. It's still going to be asphalt, but we're running and, and dirt pay atten- car rules. And pay attention to that date change. Yeah. It had been at another date, but it's been rescheduled to October 12th. There you go. Uh, dirt late models, UMP rules. That's uh, They're going to go 30 laps, 1,200 to win. The uh, Fremont dirt trucks and bombers will be in a combined class. And uh, front wheel drive, and that's 800 to win for right. those guys. No, I've gotten a couple. That's of, dirt versus uh, asphalt. Right. I've gotten drive. a couple of questions. The rule, the it, it says bombers. Um, does it have to be oak shade bombers or anything that fits those rules? Why are you asking me? This was you and Chris's brainchild. I thought you came up with this. No, you just drug me in. No, you drug me in. Oh. Maybe Chris drug us both in. Well, I'm I'm thinking we've been hoodwinked. I think I think they're uh, bomber track rules though. At Oakshade. Right. But any any car that fits those rules. Fits those rules, yeah. Right. I mean, if it's a, I mean, if, uh, if it's an Eldora car, they could race as long as, yeah. The, and they're with a two-barrel, and they're, they're... There you go. Yeah. If you have any question about the rules uh, or anything, uh, hit up HammerdownRacingReport.com. There's a page on there, Dirty 30. It's got all the information on there. And at the bottom, uh, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, Chris Mize's phone number is on there if you have any questions about right. the rules or anything. Right. Or the payout. Or the, well, the payout's listed on the page. Right. So It's there. Um, and also a link to the Sandusky Speedway page because there's a form on there. If uh, you're a racer and you have any inkling of uh, racing in this, uh, no obligation. Fill out that form. We'll add you to our uh, roll call here, which we have a few more drivers uh, have been added to that right. just today. Uh, well, I just got the information today. It may, may have come in over the past week or so, but uh, we have Jimmy McGrath out of Clyde. Uh, is going to be joining us uh, from the Fremont Trucks. Melvin Martin III out of Painesville is going to be running in the front-wheel drive class. And so far, there's not too many of them for an 800-to-win show. Right. I'm thinking that's probably going to explode pretty soon. Uh, Gene Steele out of Pemberville is going to be running a bomber. Apparently your buddy. Yeah, good friend. And uh, John Martis, also uh, out of Toledo in a uh, bomber, has been added to the, the competitor list. And if you, we're actually going to do a, a little show out there, too, and I've decided we'll, we'll do kind of like a driver introduction thing. So if you ever wanted to be on the Hammerdown Racing Report, and if you're one of those uh, guys that have kind of, you know, welcome, you don't have me on, or you on? There you go. Come on out to the uh, Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway, October 12th, and you can be on the show. Should we limit to, to limit that to guys? If you're that racing. Have, th- th- no, no, no. Limit it to guys that have signed up. 
You, you mean pre-signed up? Yeah, pre-signed. No, if they really well, we'll let anybody in. Well, if that's they're pretty, out there racing, that, that's if pretty, they're going to show up and race, then yes, that's, that's pretty inclusive. Of but us, we'll Scott. we'll give uh, priority to those who have pre-signed up. Okay. Like I'm if we run out of there, if, if we run out of time, <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure to give Ryan Miller Race Cars a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three. He'll fix your car like he fixed mine. Yeah. It works now. The rear end's back. I'm excited. I'm going to go racing this Don't weekend. Don't tell anybody in case it doesn't work this week. We changed no. a few things. I still haven't gotten under and looked and seen <laughs> everything you did. Well, you don't need to know. All right. You're a driver. As long as it goes. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of the action last weekend. Okay. Fremont Speedway is in action uh, one week after locking up that uh, AFCS 410 championship. DJ Foos uh, got another feature win. Uh, he he won. He right. actually wrapped up the uh, the championship with a feature win, and he made it two in a row uh, this uh, past weekend season championship uh, feature win. But Buddy Kofoid, he finished third, and that was good enough for uh, Kofoid to win the Fremont Track Championship there by two points over DJ, DJ Fuchs. So a tough uh, tough deal there. Someone coming so close to winning all three championships. But uh, we'll ask yeah, him about that's that. That's a pretty successful year. Yeah, it's still nothing. In uh, anybody's book. Nothing to be shameful about. Uh, Alvin Repke won the 305 feature and with John Ivey finishing fourth. That uh, got him his second consecutive 305 track championship. Kent Brewer started on the pole of the truck feature and went on to win his seventh career feature. Uh, Sean Valeni got the uh, championship there after finishing in sixth. I understand the truck race was... Yeah, not, I saw not, some, not without controversy. I didn't read all the posts about that, but I did see uh, some comments about some folks got. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of guys. There's three suspended, guys, I guess. Fo- there's three folks that won't be racing Friday. Uh, I think two of them can be back Saturday. And, and originally, we were going to have Ryan Sheets on uh, this. We were promoting that last week. Ryan Sheets from Fremont Speedway, right. and I, we definitely would have asked about that. But you think? I guess uh, something came up, so that's uh, we got DJ Fusa. Uh, we'll be right. talking to tonight instead. Uh, but is there any, any? Do you have any inside information about uh, what? Nothing went on that there? I'm willing to share. I'm kind of curious now. It, Maybe it was, I should have read that. Yeah, if anybody, that somebody did. Oh wait, I did read that somebody went and punched the wrong person. Yeah, <laughs> That's what something I like read. that. T- to be fair, he punched the guy whose helmet was still on. Oh, okay. I mean, all he did was kind of like knocking on somebody's door, and then he realized it was the wrong, wrong. person and. <laughs> Yeah. This sounds like that would have been entertaining. Unless you were the guy getting punched that, that, that didn't may do be, anything. That, that may be one of the trucks that won't be there this weekend. Okay. The guy that got punched or the one doing the punching? The puncher. Okay. Not the punchy. I'm feeling a little punchy tonight. <laughs> Devin Shields won the late model feature at Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night. He claimed his third consecutive track championship. I have a, a post scheduled, actually, on our Facebook page. So make sure you like our uh, Facebook page, the Hammerdown Race Report, if you don't already. Uh, there's a pretty cool video Devin shot from uh, in-car video, but right. it's got uh, the microphone so you can hear him talking while he's racing. I, it, it's not posted yet, but it will the, be the, after the show. Tonight. I have it scheduled to uh, post after we're done tonight, I think about like 9.30 or something. But. So he's talking to himself or the race car? Or? Just in general, he's, as he's driving, like he's, he's coming off a corner and a car comes, uh, I think it's a lap car he's trying to get by, comes right across his nose and you hear him go, whoa, that was close. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty entertaining here. Uh, Devin doesn't really talk that much. I, so Yeah, I know. I don't know about you, but I'm not normally that animated when I know. I was kind of surprised there wasn't any swearing in there, but he did end up winning, and he got his third uh, consecutive championship, so uh, he was probably in a pretty good mood. No, not none of those, oh, oh shh, sh- I think there moments. was one that was close. Yeah? It was close to that. He was, uh, I might have been, uh, at the end, there was like a caution with three laps to go, and he had a huge lead. You can hear he was not very happy Arr. about that. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely worth uh, checking out. It was pretty funny. Um, and that'll be up right after the show on. Uh, I'll shortly. reschedule. I'll reschedule for like nine. Okay. Just keep an eye on our Facebook page. It'll, it'll okay. be up on there, or you can actually just search on YouTube because that's where it's at. Okay. Right um, or just keep watching us. We'll take care of you. Brandon Gregory won the uh, Sportsman feature, but ended up uh, third in the uh, points. Uh, Jackson, Michigan's Jerry Signer uh, got the track championship there in the Sportsman class. He was kind of happy. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. A little bit happy. Second year in uh, the Sportsman. Uh, he, he 
middle of the season came on strong. Oh, he he really woke his program up. Yeah, but I think he finished uh, like fourth though in that feature. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but uh, congratulations to them. Uh, closest point battle was in the uh, bombers, the uh, bomber class between Terry Rushlow and Jeff Folks Jr. Those guys have been battling each other all year long. Jeff Folks Jr. came in six points back and actually won the feature. And Terry Rushlow finished second, and it was good enough. He got uh, four points. Uh, four points. Four points separated him and uh, folks for the championship uh, with Rushlow winning the uh, championship there. He was pretty excited, too. I'd be excited if I won a championship. I don't know anybody who wouldn't be excited. You know, and, and, and I've run second in championships like that that were very close, and you wonder what two cars could I have passed all year long to make that difference? And that's all it is. It's two cars that he could have passed in a heat race, two cars in a feature that would have made that difference. And how long does that keep going through your head until the next season? Forever. Oh, okay. So you're still thinking about the two cars? Still, you... still PO'd. What year was this? 97. All right. So you're going on uh, 22 years of being PO'd. Yeah. You're just an angry old man, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um. We'll just move on from that. I don't think I'd race your car if I was you. Uh-oh. Well, I'm glad it's in my possession now. You think? It should be. I thought it was in my garage. Roscoe Stetton uh, went for a scary ride during that uh, feature oh, as well. Oh, boy, I mean, Ended up having the throttle stick going down the back stretch and shot straight off a of turn three over those uh and there was first there was a tire barrier and then and there was uh, some big front loader front loader buckets Buck, yeah that's it that uh, that protect the the pit grandstands and uh, he went over the, that the tech officials sit in in that grandstand and got caught totally vertical in the catch fence yeah if you if you do follow our facebook page you would have seen those pictures and then uh, the following day they had a backhoe that was lift real, that off. Oh, that was a that was a big big excavator that that, that was nice and they did a great job uh luckily roscoe was not seriously injured i, I did hear that he like cut his chin or something but yeah. just feeling a little sore no, that the car's next day. that car's pretty used up he'll be in cody's car this weekend for the to spectacular com- yep to complete his i guess the engine is coming out of his car and it was okay and it's going in his son cody's car and he'll finish the the last two races of the year in that for the perfect attendance now the yes, points sir. are over right good deal um Cameron Tusing won the uh, sport compact feature again it was his third uh, feature win in the last uh, four weeks Corey Gum finished second after starting at the tail and uh, he had the championship there already locked up so those are uh, the only two local tracks in action this past weekend um let's talk some world of outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Series action on Friday night. Jacob Allen had uh, engine trouble late in the Stockton uh, dirt track race, allowing Logan Schuchart to uh, go on to the victory. Seventh uh, win of the season for him. David Gravel led all 25 laps Saturday at Calistoga Speedway. Coming up uh, next for the World of Outlaws is Dodge City Raceway Park in Kansas. And then the Outlaw Hill, Outlaw Boot Hill Showdown. Tomorrow and or actually that's the Outlaw Boot Hill Showdown. It's tomorrow and Saturday at uh, Dodge City Raceway Park in Kansas. Then they're on to Illinois Jackson Speedway on Wednesday. Working their way so back. They're, home. They're coming back, coming back from that West Coast swing, just in time for fall. Uh, the Ollie's Bargain Outlet All Star Circuit of Champions were in action. Uh, James McFadden passed uh, Dale Blaney with just two laps ago at Atomic Speedway last Thursday night. One week ago tonight, uh, got the feature win there. McFadden. Got by Corey Eliason for the win again Friday night at Atomic. Saturday was all Aaron Reitzel leading all 30 laps in uh, the final night there at Atomic for the Dean Niddle Memorial. Upcoming uh, races for the All-Stars is uh, they're going to Pennsylvania and Maryland. Williams Grove tomorrow, Lincoln uh, Speedway Saturday, and then Hagerstown. Seems like Aaron Reitzel has had a pretty spectacular year. We're talking about him every week, Scott. We, We do mention him quite a bit, don't we? Yeah. So. Never talk about me. Uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Series action. Shane Clanton took uh, night one action at of the uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Nationals at Knoxville last Thursday night. Ricky Weiss became the first Canadian to win uh, at Knoxville on night two. That was last uh, Friday. Right. 
And then uh, Jimmy Owens was the big winner for the second year in a row on Saturday in the Knoxville uh, Late Model Nationals. Kokomo Speedway, tomorrow night for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Brownstown on uh, Saturday night for the 40th Annual Jackson 100. Uh, ARCA Action, the uh, Kentucky Anna Ford Dealers Fall Classic 200 at Salem Speedway, was dominated by uh, the youngster Ty Gibbs. He led every uh, lap there. I met him at uh, the Toledo race, the Menards right. or whatever it's called now. And he looked really young. <laughs> he's like, he's young. Yeah. But, but uh, impressive driver, though, picking up the win there. Uh, series is off for a while. Next race for ARCA's uh, Lucas Oil Speedway in Indiana on October 5th. Ross Chastain dominated the uh, World of Westgate 200 at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Friday. Uh, next race uh, for that's uh, that was the trucks. Next race for the trucks is uh, Saturday the twelfth, Talladega. Is that right? I guess they're off for a while. Okay. Uh, Tyler Reddick stretched his uh, fuel mileage for the Rhino Pro Outfitters three hundred Xfinity race win on Saturday. Uh, their next race coming up at Richmond tomorrow night seven thirty on NBCSN. That's the Go Bowling two fifty. It's also the first race of the Xfinity uh, playoffs. Martin Truex was the winner of uh, the South Point 400 at Las Vegas on Sunday. Uh, that was uh, for the first cup playoff victory. And uh, we'll talk more about the little tantrum thrown by uh, Kurt yeah, Busch. Yeah, <laughs> the fans are, yeah, nobody's really divided on that. They Everybody seemed to think that was just uncalled for. Uh, Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond is uh, Saturday night. That's uh, next race for the Cup Series, 7.30 on NBCSN. Some other random notes. Uh, Rusty Schlank racked up feature win number 13 of the season on Saturday in American Ethanol Late Model Series action at Hartford. And uh, this is uh, the weekend of the Grocery Getter Classic at Bearfield Motorsports Park in Fort Wayne. Really? Yeah, I believe, uh, I think they had stuff open today for people getting out there, but uh, the race actually starts Saturday at noon. Any idea how many entries? None, but I keep seeing our, our buddy Joe Nicloy. I know Joe is going. Yeah. They had a good time there last year. So. Uh, I bet they did. How about we get uh, DJ Foose on the phone here? All right. Why don't talk you do him. that? Uh, coming up a little later, we'll talk to, or we'll hear from Ryan Weekman with our weekend yes. weather pit stop. And uh, we'll play how many, too. Okay. We had, uh, I wonder if that our tro- online winner had an exact, uh, got the exact really? number right. Yeah. I wonder if that tropical storm down in Texas is going to affect our weather this weekend. This way, I don't think till Sunday. Well, we'll have to wait till Ryan Weekman tells us, right? Yeah. Um, tell us about uh, Ron Miller Race Cars. Ron Miller Race Cars, yeah. 7135 Whiteford Center Road in Lambertville. Um, your Tall City retread tire dealer of the area and uh, the tire of choice for both the uh, first and second place bomber cars at Oak Shade. Really proud of those boys. And uh, Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, same tires you run, Scott. Wow. Hopefully we dialed right. I don't think I've dialed wrong yet, so this is probably going to be the first time. Hello. Hi, is this DJ? Yes, it is. DJ, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Hey, not too bad. Yourself? Uh, we're here. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. Uh, not having as great of a year as uh, apparently you have been having, though. Uh, how you feeling, man? You got a couple championships and came up a little bit short in in one of them. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I mean, we got five wins this year and two championships. Uh, it's nothing to hang your head about, but uh, obviously we left a little bit on the table, but it's only room to improve for next year. What are you going to do about that pesky kid that keeps popping in there? Uh, hopefully, win more. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I've said it in quite a few interviews. Uh, with Buddy being here, he helped all of us improve and kind of seeing how slow we really were. So we all had to step our game up. And he, uh, at the beginning of the year there, he came in, he set the bar really high. I mean, we all had to, all of our crew chiefs had to work on the cars and we had to drive a whole lot harder. I mean, every weekend we go, it's either the 11 n uh, the four of Cap Henry, and Nate Dussel's getting pretty fast, uh, Travis Milo. I mean, we have a lot of great competition around here, so I feel like uh, we all push each other pretty hard. 
you even do very well when uh, the All-Stars come to town. So nothing to hang your hat on about, uh, you know, you you guys are very respectable. Thank you. How, how uh, long? Uh, go ahead. We kind of struggled there uh, at Attica there for that last weekend of the All-Star races, but uh, we think we found some stuff, and we've kind of had a lot of, we've had some pretty good speed here since then, so hopefully we can carry that speed and speed and momentum into this upcoming weekend. It's always good when the local guys show up the big guys. Absolutely. How long, uh, were you familiar with uh, Buddy Kofoid before uh, he came to the area and was racing this uh, this summer? Uh, <clears throat> I had heard his name before. I couldn't remember. I can't remember if he won Trophy Cup or if he just won one of the prelim nights. But that's where I first heard his name, and then I kind of lost track of him until last year when he came around here and started racing the 11 answer with uh, Ed Neumeister and the Linder family. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, your accomplishments here. You you picked up the very first uh, AFCS championship uh, in its inaugural season, and that turned out to be a, a pretty phenomenal success. Dwayne Hancock doing a great job uh, putting that together. What does that championship mean to you? Oh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, we won the FAST championship uh, two years ago with Jay Kaiser, and to win an inaugural uh, championship for something, uh, you only get to win the first one one time. So, I mean... That's something to kind of hang our hats on. Uh, we're kind of behind the eight ball there at the beginning of the year. And my guys got the car pretty good, and we were able to capitalize on a few mistakes and win the championship. So uh, as Dwayne indicated, uh, is this uh, series coming? I know it's probably a stupid question. Is the series coming back uh, again next year? Uh, it's a question I haven't asked, but, man, I would assume it would. As successful as it's been. Uh, I know a lot of us guys around here are very appreciative for what Dwayne has done. Yeah. I mean, he uh, put a series together and, very little time, and I feel like it's been very successful. It pays very well. I mean, he's doing everything he can. He definitely lined up a, a lot of sponsors uh, for that. Um, how does uh, winning that uh, that championship, and I guess in your name's going, going to be first in the record books for the AFCS forever as the first champion, but uh, how does that uh, championship compare to uh, winning You know, either one of your uh, fast championships? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a... I'd say the fast deal was pretty cool because we had to travel. I mean, we went to I think four or five different racetracks, and you uh, had to be you had to have speed at every one of them. And we just put ourselves in position there. And we started off the year I think with a win for the fast deal, and so I mean, you start if you are leading the points, you just got to keep leading. <laughs> you can't afford to have mistakes, and uh, we were pretty good there in 2017, and uh, yeah. I don't know. 2019, we had a really good season. We, like I said, we got ourselves behind there at the beginning of the year. We we're trying to learn each other. We we're a new team. Uh, I've never worked with Mikey Summers before. It took us probably a couple weeks, maybe a month or two, but we definitely started clicking there. Uh, right before Speed Week, we swept that weekend between Attica and Fremont. And we're, we had a lot of momentum going into Speed Week. We're talking with DJ Foose. DJ, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about points racing? A lot of racers don't especially like it. Uh, you seem to have found a niche there. What are your thoughts? Uh, up until this year, I never really cared about points. I just figured <laughs> I'd go there and win and go home. But that was always kind of my mentality. And then uh, I really struggled last year, so I wanted to make a point that uh, with consistency and putting yourself in the right positions, you're going to win races and you're going to win championships. So... This year, that was my main focus. I just needed to finish races, put myself in position, run second or third, and uh, then the wins will come. Now, do you have a, a favorite track between Attica or Fremont? Uh, just between Attica and Fremont? I'd have yeah. to say Fremont, just because I grew up going to Fremont every weekend. And Fremont's your hometown, right? Yes, sir. A lot, lot of history. A lot of history at that place. <laughs> but you got the championship. Oh, you got the championship at Attica this year. Uh, how big was that for you? It's pretty awesome. I mean, uh, we were pretty close there. It was one of those deals where, you know, obviously, we had to put ourselves in the right position. I mean, we were running third, and Chris Andrews was leading the points, and he had some gears stripped some teeth off and pretty much just handed it to us. And, but we also had to put ourselves in position and capitalize on others' mistakes all season. So, I mean, I was kind of down and out about it because I don't want to just be handed a championship. 
but I feel like we worked for it. We definitely put ourselves in the right spot at the right time. Okay. Well, anytime you can run top five with that group, you're no slouch. Well, thank you. I say anytime you uh, can run top five with those guys, you're... He said thank you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dwayne just uh, joined us, so maybe Dwayne can uh, comment on our Facebook Live if uh, AFCS is going to... Just to confirm that it's going to be back next year. Uh, mentioned uh, your favorite track between Attica and uh, Fremont. What's uh, what's your favorite track you've ever raced on? Open it up. My all-time you. favorite is definitely Lanefield. Okay. Were you... Uh, disappointed to uh hear about uh, them only running a, a few races this year absolutely but i mean uh, it's a work in progress i'm sure shane and all his guys are going to work really hard to get some more races on the schedule there hopefully we can get down there here in october i think he's having a pretty big race i look forward to always going there they're great they're a very good family it's a very well-ran racetrack and facility I've never been there, but I, from what I've seen, it looks very, very And, and very we've nice. heard a lot of good yeah. things about it recently. Nobody has ever said anything bad, especially no. racers. They love to race there. Yeah, absolutely. You owe it to yourself to go check it out. It's pretty. It's a pretty awesome place. It's fast. You know, what, what, what is it uh, about it that, that you really like? It's small and fast. Just a small <laughs> and fast? Yeah, small, fast, very racy. Uh, you can get multiple grooves worked into the racetrack. I mean... I don't know. I just, I really like the place. Cool. Um, so how disappointing was it to not get that third uh, championship? I know I, I heard you uh, had said that uh, you wanted to get the, the three championships, the AFCS, the Attica, and then to fall just two two points uh, out of getting the one at Fremont. Uh, how, how disappointed were you with that? Uh, very disappointed. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We, uh, we went there and we did everything we could. We get points all night long, so we tried to capitalize on everything we could. And uh, I don't know. We just fell two points short. I look back at a few races that I made some pretty silly mistakes, and it's on me. So I definitely uh, got room to improve for next year. Earlier in the show, we talked about uh, just exactly that. You know, what what one car could you have passed all year that would have made the difference? Well, that's frustrating, right? So there's one night that really stands out in my head. I was running second, and uh, third place got by me, and then I ran into the leader at the time, just trying to shoot the gap and pass him. I ended up spinning the car out, going to the tail. So if I would have just rode it out and finished second or third and not tried to be greedy and win, that would have been the game changer. Lesson, might- lesson learned, or are you going to do that same thing again? Except well, not spin out, right? <laughs> if, it's, if it's this weekend... <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the gap. Ten thousand dollars to win. Very so, good, very good. I wouldn't, e- I wouldn't expect anything less. Absolutely. So you do race. Uh, you will race differently now that points aren't aren't a factor, right? Absolutely. I mean, we'll be able to get a little more aggressive, and we can try to do a couple different things to the race cars, see if we can improve on where we're at. I feel like we're pretty close right now. We're actually really close, I think, but. There's always room for improvement because if we don't find it, somebody else will. Is there any uh, one one or two things you can attribute to uh, your success this year? Um, uh, not really. I mean, it all goes together. I mean, we have a good car owner, a good engine, good car. I mean, every car owner provides you with that. So it's not like, I don't know, it's not like I'm downgrading anybody. Every good car owner has good equipment and all that, but... We mean uh, Mikey Summers have uh, kind of clicked this year, and uh, he's done a great job for me. How did DJ Foos get started in racing? Uh, I started in go-karts. My mom and dad got started uh, when I was 12. When I was 18 years old, Rich Farmer, I drove for Rich Farmer in a 305 for two years, and then me and my dad bought him out. And I raced 305s all the way up until 2012. And then in 2013, I started 410 sprint car racing with Marilyn Jensen. And you've and been from there. I've been through a couple of different rides, but they've all been great people. And it's uh, one of those things I was taught when I was younger: is you don't burn a bridge. So I feel like I've never burned a bridge, and I still can like everybody that I ever raced for. So. And you've got uh, championships in the 305. Uh, do you have? Uh, did you get any championships in the go karts? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. We uh, had quite a few. 
Very nice. Uh, what would you say would be uh, would have been uh, the biggest uh, win of your career? The biggest win of my career? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to go away from either your first 410 win or first 305 win. The first 305 win was cool because I did it with my dad. And that's all. That family means a lot. So to do something with your dad, your family, it's really cool. Where was that uh, win? Was that at Attica or Fremont? Or? Attica. Okay. And uh, let's talk about uh, the Jim Ford Classic uh, this weekend. You, I'm assuming you're planning to run that. Obviously, you mentioned for the 10000 to win uh, on Saturday there. Uh, you're going to be a little bit more aggressive then since the points aren't, aren't a factor. Right. Well, Saturday, with it being a longer race, you got to make sure you have the equipment to make it all the way to the end. So you, I guess I'm kind of eating my own words here, but you got to be a little bit patient there at the beginning of the race. Okay. Patiently aggressive. <laughs> Yes, patiently aggressive. So, but but you've got the the last two wins at Fremont. Uh, wouldn't you just drive the same way you did uh, those last the last couple weeks? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's obviously there's going to be we're going to have to wick it up a little bit. I mean, you can't just get out front and kind of settle into a pace. You have to be uh, on top of your game the whole race. I mean, there's going to be a lot more cars this weekend, so we have to be qualified a little better going to have to heat race better to put yourself in position for the future. And then uh, once you get in the future time, just get out and lead the thing if you can. <laughs> Stay out front. Do you expect a lot Saturday, of Do you expect Saturday, a lot of really travelers to come for this show? Yeah, this I Saturday? reckon there would be quite a few, yeah. Okay. Uh, what, would it mean, uh, what would it mean to you if uh, you were to win on Saturday night? It would mean $10,000. <laughs> no, it would, be, uh, it would be really cool. I mean, I and the ten thousand dollars wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt at all. <laughs> if we but ask him next cool week, because I went to the I went to the racetrack when Jim Ford had it, and I was always kind of a big fan back then of how he had the racetracks, and he was a great guy. So it'd if, be very very cool to win the Jim Ford Classic. If we ask him next week to name his favorite race, he would say the Jim Ford Classic on Saturday night because he's going to win. Right? Well, that's it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, there's a, we have a history of uh, guests on the show, although last week didn't work too great for Dusty. But uh, He ran second, didn't he? Third, I think. Okay. He but uh, a lot of times uh, the next race after uh, they've been on our show or the next couple races in Rusty Schlenk's case, yeah. they end up winning. So, well, I hope it's true. So, yeah. We have high <laughs> expectations of you, DJ. <laughs> so uh, what, uh, what else is planned uh, for the rest of the season? Are you going to run uh, Eldora next weekend? Um, as of right now? Uh, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. We don't know okay. if we're going to go to Eldora or if we're going to go to Lernerville. But I just want to race. That's all. Okay. So there will be some more racing uh, for DJ Foos after uh, this weekend. Yes. As of right now, I think we're looking at two more races after this weekend. Okay. Any uh, pre- preliminary uh, plans for uh, next year, 2020? Um, I guess we really haven't talked about it. I mean, I assume that I'll be back in the 16 car, but... I haven't been confirmed, but I really haven't asked. I'm just really focused on finishing out this year strong. We we hope to see you back in there to defend uh, your championship there and maybe try and get uh, all three of them next year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we left a little bit there on the table, so we definitely have more goals to achieve. Car owner can't hold that one against you, though. (laughs) Of course they can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, uh, Dwayne did say both tracks are on board for next year for the Attica Fremont Championship Series. So straight, uh, straight out of the horse's mouth, it'll be back, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be back. I'm, I'm sure you'll be back in in some fashion to uh, try and defend that uh, championship there. I hope so. All right. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking some time and, and coming on here, and uh, good luck this weekend at Fremont. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on, and I appreciate it. Now get out to the shop and make that car a bullet. Oh, it's all done and put it in the box and ready to go. All right. <laughs> He's all ready to go. All right. DJ Foos, thanks very much. Hey, no problem. You guys have a good night. All right, you too. Sweet. Cool. DJ Foos there, uh, champion again of the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints, Attica Raceway Park champion in the 410 sprints, and second in points at Fremont uh, for the track championship, just two points behind Buddy Kofi. Really great interview, too, yeah. Scott. He, you know, He's not all full of himself. Uh, I like talking with him. Okay. Yeah, well. Oh, oh, man, I forgot. We should have had, left him on for how many? Oh, 
Should we call them back? <laughs> how, how many what? <laughs> how many? How many cars are going to be at, uh, how many 410 Saturday at Fremont? Ooh, 410 Saturday at Fremont. Think about it for a while. We'll come back to that. Okay. Since uh, we'll, we'll go through a, a little bit more news, and then we'll come back to the uh, the how many for this weekend. Um, okay. As soon as I can find where my news went. Where, where you left off, oh, right? It's on this page. It's on the back side. There we go. Um, Seven-time uh, Wheel of Modified uh, Tour Champ and NASCAR Hall of Fame nominee Mike Stefanik died in a plane crash Sunday afternoon. I'm sure you probably heard about that I by did. now. Uh, he took off in an ultralight aircraft from a small Rhode Island airport and was returning to the airport when he crashed into a wooded area. And that's all I got on that. Yeah. Apparently, he was liked by a lot of people. Oh, he I, was, I didn't know that so, much about he, no, him myself. He was a but, really great guy. So. Uh, former girlfriend of Kurt Busch. Patricia Driscoll has been sentenced and fined for uh, two counts of wire fraud, tax evasion, and one count of fraud, which apparently is different from wire fraud. She was uh, the president of the Armed Forces Foundation. She solicited funds to be used to help members of the military and their families when they returned home from uh, deployments. Records show that she used a majority of the funds for her own personal use. Ouch. She will spend 12 months and a day. 366 days, I guess. I don't know what the extra day is going to do. In uh, federal prison, uh, upon release, she will serve 36 months on supervised release with home confinement. She will have to do 360 hours of community service. She will have to pay $154,289 in restitution and $81,779 in a judicial forfeiture. So life is not going to be so good for... For Patricia Driscoll, Driscoll for uh, well the foreseeable future, I suppose. Another Bush uh, was in the news we mentioned earlier. Kyle Bush, yeah, seemed a little spoiled and whiny uh, after the race this uh, weekend at Las Vegas. He after didn't have much to say. He uh, was just there so he didn't get fined. I think was uh, what he said uh, a few yeah. times. <laughs> uh, he was not happy. He ran into the back of a. I just. I guess there was a couple of lap cars he got into. Uh, he had a bad day. I mean, I'll give him that. He, he ran bad, into the he, fence all by himself early a, on, and then he got it fixed. He went two laps, two laps down, down, came and, back, was running top ten, top five, maybe. I don't think so. Top ten. Okay, he was running. He was competitive, and then uh, ran into the back of. I only saw the one where he ran into the back of. Uh, was it Garrett? I think it was, who was like yeah. seven laps down or something. But the video I saw, you know, it looked like he held his line, and it just looked like uh, Bush was following another car going into the corner. That car dropped down, so Bush didn't see the lapped car until, like, the last minute, and just kind of... It's The spotter should have been involved there, I think. You would think. But, you uh, know, if that happens on a dirt track, you know, we can understand, because we don't have mirrors, we don't have spotters, we're, we're, we've got containment seats that limit peripheral vision but but this was in front of him yeah <laughs> yeah so he was not happy after that he's been like he's just an angry guy in general especially since uh, nascar switched to this package this year i guess he's been unhappy hasn't with it. fit his i mean if you're that unhappy just do something else right yeah go golfing i mean tony stewart's having fun now he's running sprint cars go bowling go bowling <laughs> that's right did, how, did, how'd that go tuesday uh, again, we took uh, three out of four points. Good job. Congratulations. Three, three nights that we've done that. I noticed you haven't asked me back. Oh, that's just because nobody's gotten sick yet, okay. Scott. When, when somebody goes on, when somebody <laughs> Please goes, don't get sick. When somebody goes on the DL, you're up. All right. Did you, uh, speaking of bowling, did you see uh, uh, Wallace, Bubba, Wallace? Bubba Wallace? Yeah. Where he, uh, I'm not sure what was going on. They put the ball down and another guy held it and then he slid rent, first rent. into it and yeah pushed it down and got a strike yeah i saw that and i was like wtf did i just watch yeah <laughs> that, that was yeah well, that was pretty funny though well, i guess he was proud of himself uh kyle larson trolled uh kyle bush on twitter asking him if he was going to run the chili bowl since there are no spotters there Ooh. so <laughs> i thought that was funny I, Ooh. <laughs> Daniel Hemrick will not return uh, to uh, the Richard Childress Racing Number Eight next year. Rumor puts Tyler Reddick, Tyler Reddick in, in the that seat. car for 2020. Tyler Reddick is going to have uh, another metal band on his car for the Richmond race really? tomorrow. I think actually, uh, Kill Switch Engage. Should check him really? out. I'm sure you'd Thank like them. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Speaking of tomorrow, I wore my my pink shirt today. Um, tomorrow is Breast Cancer Awareness Day, and everybody should wear pink. But since I'm working in the shop tomorrow, I did tonight. I did not know. To, I was unaware of uh, breast. Save the boobies. Wear pink yes. tomorrow. Okay. Is a uh, race for the cure? Is that this weekend? Or is that next weekend? Not sure. Somebody will have to answer. Yeah. Um, one other thing here. Uh, speaking of Richard Childress Racing, Richard Childress will be driving the same number three car that uh, Dale Earnhardt drove to his final victory at Talladega back in 2000 as the pace car for the upcoming uh, Dega race on October 13th. Yeah, when I first saw the release, I wasn't sure if it was just a tribute car, but it is the car that that uh, Earnhardt won. That would be pretty, pretty cool, seeing an yeah. old race car pacing. Well, it would be like uh, Richard Petty paced, uh, was it that Darlington race, and then he right. wouldn't get off the track? Yeah. He just kept going. They're <laughs> like, we need to start the race, uh, get off the track. I don't think uh, Richard Childress will do that, but... It'll be cool. You never know. Yeah. Um, All right, let's do uh, how many now. We did uh, last week was uh, how many late miles are going to be at uh, Oakshade. And uh, Ron Miller said 29. Yeah. There were actually 27. You were closest. For our in-studio winner. Paul Graham. Really? Was our online winner. He said 27. We had actually a couple that said 27, but Paul was the first one. He was the first one. Yeah. So this week... No sky hammer, I will lose a parking spot with you. Yeah, sorry, Bill. Don't park in my pit spot this weekend. No. Um, this week we're going to do uh, four tens Saturday night, Fremont for the uh, Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. 10000 to win there. So. Ooh. I know we should, wish wow. we would have asked uh, when we still had DJ on the phone. He probably would have a better idea so he'd know where to start. So if you want to guess online, and you may win a uh, free pizza from... Big D's Pizza, Dean Henry still doing that. Uh, well, outside. especially since this is Fremont. Yeah, good oh, yeah. work. Uh, yeah, that's true. Just uh, go ahead and put your guess of, uh, on our, in the comments on our Facebook Live only. That's the only ones uh, that we'll be looking at. And if you guess the same number as somebody else, whoever guessed it first will get that. And, uh, again, four tens Saturday night at Fremont. How many? 47. Okay. Well, then... Uh, that was the reason I asked DJ how many travelers he <laughs> thought might be there. Hmm. Uh, I had a hunch that that might be the how many question. I'm going to go with... Uh, I really have no idea. 42. Uh, I, I could be terribly high. I don't know. I could be terribly low. Uh, Mark Burns says 32. John Young says 40. I thought I saw some other guesses here. I think Kingseed had a guess earlier. 28, he says. Dwayne says uh, 32 at Fremont. Probably should have looked at Dwayne's number. Yeah. Dean says 39. So maybe my 42 is not so far off. We'll find you out. could John be good, says Scott. says 40. Uh, Elisha says 31. My brother says 42. Wait, that's 42 is the answer to everything. The life, universe, and uh, what is it? Hitchhiker's Guide to the right. Galaxy. Good, uh, good, good movie. Coming up, we'll have that weekend weather uh, pit stop forecast from... Ryan Weekman, right now, uh, your upcoming races this weekend, of course, uh, double uh, double races, double uh, what a, double header. That's double what header I'm looking right. for this weekend at Fremont Speedway, Jim Ford Classic Night, number one, featuring the Fast 410 Sprints, 305s, and the Dirt Trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 745. General mission is $15. That is tomorrow night at Fremont Speedway. Saturday night's uh, another big race. Uh, I was talking to Scott Schultz earlier this week about the 31st running of the Central Transport Glass City 200. Uh, it's going to be uh, two 100-lap late model races, each paying 5000 to win. The ARCA CRA Super Series powered by JEGS, stock-bodied late models, and then, of course, the Outlaw late models. And uh, in addition to that, the CRA Junior late models will be in action. So pit gates open at 10 a.m. on Saturday at Toledo Speedway. There's going to be an autograph session at 5.30 and racing at 6.30. I just saw $25 and, and, general and, and I didn't see any of the details. I didn't take time to look at it. I just saw that NASCAR had uh, posted some preliminary rules for the ARCA CRA uh, series that uh, we'll, we'll be working next with NASCAR, year? yes. Um, Anything stand out? I'd... I I didn't, Scott. I really didn't get a, a chance to 
get into a lot of details, but uh, it's it's just interesting that they're they're working on it. It's happening. So is this the trend of? Uh is this like a downward trend? Is this where the uh, beginning of the end? Is that what you're thinking? No, I, I really think, think it's going to be I, re- right. I think this is going to be a good thing for the ARCA CRA series for the. Uh, I think it'll help for the supercar series. Okay. Yeah, uh, Dean says, uh, "Yeah, we're still doing the pizzas for the how many?" Okay, are, there's quite a few people guessing there, online. I wish I could guess. I want one pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Oakshade Raceway, May, maybe. Maybe it's Sandusky. Maybe yeah, that's right. If we put enough pressure on Dean, maybe we can have some pizza at Sandusky. Yeah, maybe we could do a, a how many? No, I don't know how that would work. No, I don't know. Award a winner just right. There. How many? Uh, how many of my cars are in the pits? <laughs> <laughs> Go count them. Uh, Oakshade Raceway in action Saturday as well with the Papa Boiler Bomber Spectacular. One thousand a win. You know that was the night uh, I got my last win. Really? Yeah, not in the feature, but I got yeah. a heat race win. Uh, that was my last win, so I'm hoping to repeat. If you win the A-Main this year, that'll be like retirement city, I right? believe that was the night where uh, I lost the uh, the fill hose for the rear end gear. Right. Came off, and we won't mention what happened, but it ended up being attached right above the right rear tire, and uh, couldn't figure out why I was so loose after starting on the pole last year. Until after the race, and there was this grease all over the the yeah. backside there. Let's jump back to Fremont for just a second. Well, I, I'm jumping back. Okay, to Fremont. Attica. Uh, I'm sorry, Fremont is going to have all three of those classes both nights. Correct. Correct. Yep. Night number so, two, the fast so, four ten sprints. Uh, that's ten thousand to win on Saturday. Three hundred five dirt trucks. Gates open at four. Racing at seven. General admission is twenty five bucks on uh, Saturday night cool. at Fremont Speedway. That's going to be a big deal. I agree. And if for those of you listening on iHeartRadio, I'm shaking my head. Yes. Uh, how about we check out that weekend uh, weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman? Yeah, we'll find okay? out if that low pressure system is going to plunge north. And pressure system. I haven't watched the news in a while. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there's big storm just soaking Florida, or I'm sorry, Texas. Well, good thing we're in Ohio. Yeah. I guess I did see a, pictures of flooded uh, a lot areas. Of, a Houston, lot of those. Right? A lot of those storms tend to push north and. All right, well, let's listen to Ryan. See what he's got to say. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. We've got plenty on the race schedule for Friday and Saturday, and the forecast looks absolutely gorgeous for all races. Let's start off Friday down at Fremont. Temperatures will be well into the 80s. Skies will be clear at sunset just about 7.30 in the evening. Should have plenty of twilight to go along with it. We've got Toledo Oakshade back on the schedule for Saturday. Another really nice day. Highs could creep up close to 90 degrees. Should be dry as well. That rain chance holds off until Sunday. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download that free First Alert weather app. We'll keep you ahead of those heavy downpours we are expecting for the second half of the weekend. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. I didn't notice he did that when I loaded that in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That makes sense because he said something in the email. He said vroom, vroom in the email. There you go. All right, that's uh, Channel 11's uh, Ryan Weekman there with your weekend weather pit stop. Second half of the weekend, uh, in the, that's, that's Sunday. There's no races scheduled for Sunday. If you don't have a weather app on your phone, do the WTOL weather app. Let's humor Ryan. There you go. Uh, thanks again to uh, Dave Kemmer for uh, helping out. Our associate producer. That's the guy. And, uh, again, Hammer Down Racing Report, Dirty 30. We're, it's coming up. Uh, we're not too far away from that. Sandusky no. Speedway, it's uh, first uh, kind, first event of its kind in this area. Uh, Chris Mize over there at Sandusky Speedway has been uh, done a few of these, I guess, down in Georgia, and it's been pretty popular. Uh, running dirt cars on the asphalt. It's going to be at Sandusky October 12th. Gates open at 3, hot laps at 4, Autograph session at 5, and we'll probably do our show about 5 during the autograph right. session. And then uh, racing will start at 6 p.m. Promptly. So uh, a little bit early. It's a Saturday night, so it had been changed from a Thursday. So now we're on a Saturday, so uh, should be, shouldn't interfere with uh, as many people's uh, work. And schedule, not a so. whole lot of other racing going on, so there's no reason not to be there. 
There you go. So um, details again, hammerdownracingreport.com. we got a page set up there with the rules, the uh, payoffs, the times, and everything. Chris Mize's number on there if you have any questions. And uh, Did we talk about the cavalcade? Cavalcade's uh, coming up uh, next weekend, right? Two weekends. Two weekends? Okay. uh, I think it's it's the first uh, weekend in October. Yeah. I think it's like the fifth or something. Fourth, like that. fifth, and sixth. Yeah. Yep. Big weekend. We'll be talking. To, maybe we'll uh, we'll talk to uh, somebody over there. It's gonna be running that before that. Maybe race happens. I don't know. I have nothing planned for next week, so I, I like to just kind of wing it. We we can do that. <laughs> we can. Um, make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three. He's got uh, he's your official bomber tire hookup and uh, everything else. Parts, safety equipment, oil. You, you mess up, bring it over. We'll we'll fix it. And it's true. I can I can be a spokesperson for that. Yeah. I mess it up, bring it over, and you fix it. And I all, give you all, money all, all in the same week. <laughs> um, if uh, you would like to uh, shoot us any show ideas or anything, uh, feel free to email me scotthammer at iartmedia.com or visit hammerdownracingreport.com. There's all kinds of information on there. How about we say we let's get out of here? Why Call not? It a show. Yeah. It's good enough. We, it's been fun. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to DJ Foose. Uh, great interview and uh, great season. Congratulations, yeah, on uh, all of his championships that uh, he earned this year. Here's to many more next year. Scott, I hear music. I don't. I think it's in your head. No, no, no. I think it is. I hear music. You man. can listen to Hammer Down Race Report on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google, On Demand, favorite plaid podcast platform podcast yeah plaid pladcast platform no i I hear music i think that means we're out of here buddy all right we'll see you next week uh back on facebook live youtube live periscope live twitter live go to one of your favorite racetracks this week the season's winding down that uh we're back thursday seven o'clock racetracks yes toledo speedway fremont and oakshade all in action hit one of them big weekend there you go see you next week goodbye you have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.